hope you can see my smile as you listen to my voice. Welcome to Smart Talks with One Smart Lady. I'm Deborah Smart, your One Smart Lady. Today, we continue our conversation with Raymond C. Tyler, the curator, and I'm not going to hold you up any longer because today's topic is Dare to Prosper. Hi, my name is Raymond Tyler, radio personality, writer, artist, and this is how I dare to prosper. Some people would tell you if you are an artist without a revenue stream that you uh, you don't have a career or you don't have a platform so much as you have a hobby. I'm not going to go that far, but it is 2022 and it is time for you. You were never too old or too young to start thinking about uh, turning what you love into a way to make resources. Now, what are resources? Um, you have to eat. That's a resource. Food is a resource. Uh, you have to have a place to stay. A home is a resource. The things that you have in your home are resources. Uh, art, furniture, uh, plates, you know, uh, silverware, clothing. All those things are resources. So uh, money, is money a resource? You bet your sweet biffy money is definitely a resource. Um, here's one resource that a lot of artists don't consider uh, soon enough. And it's probably your most valuable resource, which is not money. Money may not even be in your top three resources. Your number one resource as an artist, as a human being living on this earth is time. Your second resource is time. Your third resource is time. And your fourth still ain't money. So I, I we've been taught erroneously uh, that art is something that you do for fun. And it, it can be fun. It should be fun. Uh, when I was in school, art was like an extra credit thing. Like you, you had a regular art class. But then if you, I remember one time uh, they would say, if you got an A or a B on a paper, you could have an extra art class. Um and, and so people get this idea that art is uh, no more than the uh, jimmies on an ice cream or sprinkles on an ice cream. Uh, and no, art is valid and very important. And uh, I want to say there was a film called by Tom Cruise called The Last Samurai, but I'm not sure if that's the one where he's captured and the soldiers who captured him all write poetry or, you know, paint. And they're, 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 aside from being soldiers, they're, they're, they're these brilliant artists because from the time that they're born, they're taught that their creative side is just as important as math, reading, 
geography, science, and, and, and so on. So that's the first thing you have to do if you want to be profitable. You have to get out of this mindset that your art is just uh, something extra for somebody to enjoy as a side note. You have to understand that art is important. Why is it important? Well, again, if you listen to the earlier part of my interview, uh, comic books was the way I broke into, that's how I first started reading, reading. Um, and, and then the rest of my artistic career took, on, took, took, took off from there. Art is important because it fulfills a basic need in everyone's life, whether it be uh, entertainment, whether it be uh, food, you know, the need to, uh, you know, feed yourself. You know, how would you feel if uh, all you had to eat was fried chicken every day? One of my favorite uh, skits from Sesame Street, I don't even know if it's on YouTube, King had a, a picnic on Monday. And so he said, uh, I like watermelon. Everybody in the kingdom brought watermelon. What was funny was the backdrop, all you could see was uh, valleys and valleys of watermelon. So he said, we can't have a picnic with just watermelon. He said, I also like fried chicken. Next day, what happens? Fried chicken. Everybody brings fried chicken, valleys and valleys of, of fried chicken. So the next day, they say, listen, you bring the potato salad. Good plan, King. You bring the watermelon. Good plan, King. And you bring the lemonade. Good plan, King. That's what art does for our life. It gives us uh, it, 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 it can, a healthy life. When you look at a healthy life, a healthy life is one where one can read for comprehension. A healthy life is one where uh, a person can express to someone, you know, I love you and this is why I dislike you and this is why I'm not going to hurt you, but I dislike you and this is why. This is why I agree with you. This is why I don't. A healthy life is one where you uh, eat foods that are going to benefit your longevity, um, tempered with foods that are going to tantalize your taste buds. But also a healthy life is a life to where you dance for enjoyment, where you laugh. Uh, I try, anybody who hasn't seen Lucille Ball do vit the vitamin and vegetables skit has not lived, and you don't know what comedy is. And that's art. And, and, and so art is just as important as all those other things. And it's the very first thing you have to recognize. Now, once you recognize that, and you're never too old, never too young to get started, we live in a world where your cell phone can do all the things that are, oh, my goodness. If I was 12 years old when the cell phone came out, I don't know what my life, how successful I would be at 54, which I just turned a few weeks ago. When, when, when I was 12 years old, nine years old, I wanted to be a filmmaker. I knew 
my parents couldn't afford twelve thousand dollars for uh, a, a a film camera and then whatever it would take to get the film developed and then a projector and you know it was a whole process. Now you can shoot a whole film on a used iPhone for you can probably get a, a, a iPhone to shoot a film in great quality for about two hundred dollars used. And on that phone, or even on your Android, you have a recording studio. You have a, a, a film camera. You have access to the, the, the internet and every film, you know, so many hours of film and music that's already been recorded. Um, um, so, so in a lot of ways, the only thing stopping you is you so if you have an idea the, the whatever your art is it's up to you to figure out how to uh translate that into a way to make resources i want to say my i'm tempted to say monetize but sometimes we get caught up on the money aspect of it and uh you know, they, I, I'll give you a quick tip that I would usually charge hundreds of dollars for. If you are a visual artist, even if you're, uh, even if you're just starting off as a visual artist, uh, Hobby Lobby is your friend, and uh, they have affordable paints, paint brushes, canvases. Um, you know, make an investment in some canvases and some brushes. And two things you're going to do. Um, you're going to have two price points. Everything that you create is either going to be $25 or $50 to start. Now, just because you're selling for $25 and $50 today doesn't mean six months from now that you're still selling at $25 or $50 doesn't mean that a year from now you're still selling at 25 or 50 but you want to you know you want to establish that price point now here's the second thing that you're going to do your friends and family christmas and birthdays come around especially if they haven't purchased one of your paintings guess what christmas and birthdays they they get a painting I'm not going to get into why you should be able to figure out why I'm not going to get into, uh, you know, uh, how, how to deal with their reactions or whatever. Your re their reactions is really not your concern. But you're an artist and as you're taking off, uh, let me tell you a quick story. I had a piece of art that I had put in the back window of my car and uh, I forgot it was even there. Cause you know, um, once you put, the quickest way to make something invisible is to put it in the plain sight um, in a place that you normally go because you'll forget that it's even there until somebody else brings it up. So I'm stopping at Wawa to get gas and somebody, you know, the gas attendant, wow, that is a beautiful painting. Did you paint that? I forgot it was even there. 
sold it right then and there. Like, I wasn't doing nothing with it. You, you know, you want to buy it? You know, I would have gave it to him. <laughs> because sometimes, again, resources. Sometimes, believe it or not, sometimes resources can be, um, and keep in mind, as artists, you know, I'm talking about practical applications for prospering, but we also have to understand what we do is extremely spiritual and the closest thing to magic as you will ever see. So sometimes resources may be, you like that painting? Yes. You love that painting? Yes. You know somebody who would enjoy that painting? Yes. I'm going to give you this painting. If somebody asks you where you got it, please point them in my direction. And if you, even if you can't do that, just pray for me. Just send me, if you don't believe in God, just send me some positive energy. But here you take this painting and be blessed. Because of the fact that ultimately you didn't paint that painting for the money, we're, we're talking about the importance of being profitable. But ultimately, you painted that painting so that somebody would enjoy it and love it and appreciate that. And to a degree, that is a resource as well. But you do want to start thinking about and you want your, your, your kids uh, to start thinking about, uh, you know, uh, they, if they're streaming music and listening to little Yachty or whoever the, today's little is. They should be doing a YouTube channel. If they have the hottest snakes, they should be doing a YouTube channel on sneakers. You know, uh, I was on a meeting yesterday and they were saying how in 2022, millionaires are younger than ever. Younger than ever. Why not your daughter? Why not your son? And when it comes to creating a revenue stream for your, your grandmother, your grandfather, oh, my goodness. There's a uh, saying that says, uh, every time an elder passes away, a library burns down. You know, I would, listen, my mom's not going to do it, but I wish I could get my mother to do a YouTube channel with me where I would just ask, here's what I like to do with my, my mother. Um, just sit her down on, on a, uh, and then somebody's going to take this and make a billion dollars with it, and I'll still be wearing clothes from J.C. Penney. Um, But I, I'd love to sit my mother down with me on YouTube and just say, Mom, tell me about the first time you saw David Ruff. And just let her talk. That's the story you know, I can tell you about the first time I saw David Ruff, and I can tell you about the first time I interviewed Otis Williams from Temptations, but I never got a chance. By the time I came along, David Ruffin had been left to Temptations. So I never got a chance to see David Ruffin, Eddie Kendricks, uh, Otis Williams, Melvin Franklin on stage together doing their thing other than, than YouTube. I like to ask my mother, you know, tell me about, uh, tell me about uh, the rural South when you were a girl. You know, these are great stories that, you know, that should be on YouTube, that should be 
a, a series, should be a TV series, you know, and so uh, they should be translated into resources. And yes, there, there are many ways to monetize your art, but I don't give all those, I, I gave you enough for free. Yeah, <laughs> if you did. want if you want more, then guess what? You're gonna have to monetize we, me. We're gonna we're gonna monetize we're gonna monetize that part of it. <laughs> oh man, you can give me so much more than I even uh imagined. And that's why I love this format because it's not me having a preset of questions that I believe my audience would like to hear, but I believe people want to hear more. Than just the questions they want to really hear the stories behind what brought you through the process and that's what this um this leg of my uh, podcast is called growing through the process is collaborating minds growing through the process and how we're sharing how we you know we dare to follow a dream regardless yeah. of regardless of the skeletons in the closets that are going to scare us half to death you know because yeah. <laughs> uh, look for, for every Raymond Tyler out there, there are Raymond Tylers who are, who would lap me creatively, but they're, they're not, they're, they're, you know, listen, um, if they had to wait for me to get ready to walk on the moon, man would have still never been on the moon. But, but some people like in getting up and telling their story about um, about their first teddy bear in a poem to walking on the moon and they're petrified by it and they'll never, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll never realize it. They'll die wishing they, they would. And that's, that's a lot more of them than there is of us. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Raymond, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to spend with me to have uh, this awesome conversation. I want to teach people how to listen again. You know, just well, you, I, I think I think it's going to I think it's a beautiful format, and uh, I pray that it's successful. And I, I think that I know it's going to be successful because um, uh, it, it, so many times accomplished people don't really get an opportunity to tell their stories at length. And they have a number, like, God forbid something happens to me today. At least this is documented. And I have a bunch of stories I still haven't told, but, you know, that's why I said I want to, you know, write some books. Yep, or or at least I uh, do. What I really want to do is do a, uh, for lack of a better word, like a devotional where every, you know, uh, a 365 page book where every day somebody can open it up or go to it and say, okay, January 1st, the topic is daring the dream. And, you know, there's a little story with some gems in there and go through that from that day to December 31st. Love it. Love it. We will be working on that together. All right. I got to run. Okay. I Anything else you so need much. before you let me go? Pardon me? Do you need anything else from me uh, here? Before I, um, I, I have to go. No, I, no, you've really, you've really um, accomplished what I needed you to do today. And yeah, you know, the rest of them ain't gonna be this good, though. <laughs> you be surprised. That's why I sit back because you never know. You never, you never know. know. What's gonna come out. That's why I say there's people know. who can lap me. 
<laughs> but you never know what's going to come out. I have. I'm just um, joking. I've had. I've had really been blessed by the individuals who I've interviewed uh, since July. Um, I, I took the month of December off, but for every weekend, well, well it was a weekend. Now it's uh, going to be a little bit more than four times a month uh, because I've met so many people. And because of my situation, I can schedule interviews and edit and I don't have to, I can't travel right now. So I had the time to get this done. So I'm really excited. Great, great. great. Hey, listen, I was excited to do this, all jokes aside. And um uh, thank you for, for, for allowing me to be part of your format. This was actually fun. I'd like to thank Raymond for stopping by and sharing this time. I know we went a little longer than what I normally uh, have for my podcast. Uh, so I broke it down into two. Actually, I could have broken it down into three parts. Uh, there will be another uh, piece of the interview talking about where he talks about his growth, growing period, uh, dare, to, dare to Grow. You go to onesmartladyproductions.com slash resources, and you'll select his interview page, which is his resource page. Again, this is Deborah Smart, your One Smart Lady, thoroughly enjoying what I do. Please, I hope this interview and the program is of value to you. And if it is, please subscribe, download on your favorite podcast. I invite you to come to um, onesmartladyproductions.com and there is a green button that says ask one smart lady. When you click on that button, it'll take you to the page where you can ask any question that you may have that was not answered. And I will answer that question through a YouTube video and get back to you. Thank you. If you find value in smart talks with one smart lady, Please go to One Smart Lady Productions and subscribe to the community. For today, this is Deborah Smart, One Smart Lady in Publishing Services, saying, Be blessed and just right.